Hey there, podcast listeners, and welcome to this week's Physics Buzz podcast. I'm Mike Lucibella. On April 23rd, the space shuttle Discovery was brought to the Smithsonian's Udvar-Hazy Center, its final home after 27 years of service. NASA and the Smithsonian held a big celebration featuring science demonstrations, speeches from important people, the Marine Corps marching band, and more astronauts they can shake a launch pad at. I spoke with a couple of the astronauts and presenters to find out where the space program and science intercept. First up, John Glenn, the first American to orbit the Earth. In your opinion, what's the, what's the legacy that the space shuttle program will have on the pursuit of science? Oh, it's revolutionized pursuit of science and knowledge, I think. Science, technology, engineering, math, all have benefited from the program. And it's, the programs have been, enabled us to go into space have occurred uh, because we've made advances in science and technology and engineering and math, the STEM studies as, as we call them. Charles Bolden is currently the head of NASA and is himself a former astronaut. I asked him about the influence the space shuttle has had on science and exploration. Uh, the legacy of, sh- of shuttle can be seen not every night, but many nights if you go outside, look overhead, and see this big bright star that's running across the sky in the International Space Station. That, that is the legacy of shuttle. It, it is only through shuttle that we were able to produce the International Space Station, which is the toehold on our universe for deep space exploration for humans. So as NASA works to get humans to Mars and asteroids and other places like that, that's because we had the shuttle uh, as the as the workhorse to to make that possible for us. Again, John Glenn. Well, exploration is one thing. I think at each step as we go into space, wherever we are in that exploration phase, we should maximize the research return wherever we are, and that makes it a value right here on Earth. Uh, Discovery became a, an orbiting laboratory of its own and a way of getting to the International Space Station where we do all sorts of research that are a benefit to people right here on Earth. Astronaut Frank Culbertston explained to me how scientists and researchers use the International Space Station for science. One of the biggest legacies of the space shuttle is that it allowed a lot of people to go into space, a lot of people to experience low Earth orbit, space flight, um, scientists, researchers, pilots like myself, um, all our mission specialists, of course, uh, but it allowed them to experience what is possible in space flight. And, and not only the experience of living in space, which the space station ultimately gave us, where you could stay for months at a time, but also to try things, to try new things, to deploy new mechanisms, to experiment with, with new drugs, to, to manufacture the synthetic materials in space that could be used for either semiconductors or in pharmaceuticals. Uh, lots of things have been ch- tried, some successful, some not, but it gives us a whole new laboratory in which to, to operate. Though the International Space Station was a big part of the space shuttle's mission, it's far from all that it did. As astronaut John Grunsfeld explains, it left an indelible mark on the field of astrophysics. In your opinion, what's the, uh, what's the legacy that the space shuttle and the discovery will have on science? I th- you know, my personal view is the legacy is going to be deploying the Hubble Space Telescope, you know, re- bringing it back to life in 1999, repairing it, the uh, STS-82 mission in 1997, upgrading the instruments. People are looking back and say, you know, Discovery has enabled amazing science. Eileen Collins, the first woman to pilot a space shuttle, is also a big fan of how the shuttle helped usher in a new generation in the field of astronomy and astrophysics. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is the Hubble Space Telescope. When you ask, you know, what is the legacy of the shuttle, Hubble Space Telescope, um, I'm I'm an amateur astronomer, and I still follow what Hubble has done. We also, one of my crews took up the Chandra X-ray Observatory, which observes not in light, like 
visible light like Hubble does, but observes in X-rays. And so many of the satellites that we've taken up, also Earth observation and the Space Lab missions, and I should have mentioned this first, obviously the space station, because the shuttle was built to build a space station. Karen Erickson, who works in NASA headquarters strategic communication, summed up how big of an impact the space shuttle has had on the many other areas of space science. When you think about how it was able to deploy Hubble, Hubble in the astrophysicist world, you know, Hubble's been there for 22 years. It was serviced four times by humans. So we often think about Hubble as the uh, model of how science and human and engineering all work together to advance discoveries. From a planetary perspective, Cassini, Galileo. And so what we have right now is Cassini, which is uh, studying the Saturnian system. It's been there for half of a Saturn year, which is 13 years. So two seasons on Saturn is what Cassini has looked at for all those years. They've seen these beautiful moons of Titan, of Enceladus. Titan has an atmosphere, not unlike our Earth. What's going on there? You know, what we, what we see on Titan is a hydrological cycle. It's raining right now on Titan, which is a moon of Saturn. Why? What's happening? What the scientists believe is that Titan is a birth Earth, an early Earth. So everything we try and do when we ask these questions is, well, what happened there? Could it happen here on Earth, like Venus? Uh, what is going on in other parts of the solar system and how does it compare to what's happening here on Earth? Shuttle enabled those type of planetary questions. In fact, advanced. We wouldn't be where we are now without the shuttle. That's all for this week's Physics Buzz podcast. You can find more of our podcasts, our Physics Buzz blog, resources, and much, much more at www.physicscentral.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>